Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, brought to you by Blue Microphones. They look great, they sound even better, and you know who I am. Slow down, Andy. Don't you hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. Or you go to the Blue Factory. That's right. Slow down. Uh huh. It's your buddy Andy, America's little brother. And as always, joined by that man over there, he's ready to dance. And there's a video rolling, so let's see him dance. Give it to us, Nick. Polka dancing his way across the podcast studio. Nick Nick Polak has joined the program. Good evening, young gentlemen. Three young gentlemen, I'm saying that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the coffee table kind of inhibits... A little bit of the dance moves, so I, it, economy of, of motion. Well, next time, get on there and do the Pee Wee Herman dance. Start kicking <laughs> books off and dance for us. Go, yeah, do what you got to do. I, yeah. uh, go knock over stop, the yeah. go knock over the new dirt bike that uh, one of Chris's neighbors has. Uh oh, new dirt bike. Is that huh? a thing? I didn't notice. Yeah, that. where, oh, where the hell is the dirt bike? I, I, I don't know. It. It's some sort of small motorcycle dirt bike looking thing. Well, you'll be hearing it. There'll well, probably be a headlight gonna, shining in your window tomorrow. That, that, morning. That, yeah. Oh, that. Okay. Now I know I'm gonna, what you're talking I'm about. I'm going to ride now. it through a uh, a billboard. Great. That's that's something to look forward to. Can't wait. Yeah. And you hear the man directly to Nick's left. You on him. We got him. Oh yeah. Succumb to my power, my age, and my weight. All of which are considerable. Put your hands together for the breakout star of the podcast medium. That is Chris L. We are Pot of Thunder, and I need a new watch band because I clap and it comes apart. See, we were, I'll be damned. You're we just talking about wah-wah pedal squeaking yeah. into the microphone when being recorded. Give him the bake treat, fatten up that wrist. <laughs> that might help, yeah. Withering to nothing. Nick, I noticed you have a beverage over there. What's going on? Oh, just was thirsty. Mm. I, well, you're going to need it. It's about to get more exciting, Whoa. and it's going to get hotter in here, because for the first time ever, Chris has brought a guest. Today we have M.L. Elric. Hey, wow. He's here! Hey, man. 
I am virtually with you. And uh, in, in honor of Chris's love for that weird subway somewhere in the middle of Grand River Avenue, I'm in East Lansing and I'm drinking a soda from Subway. Yep. Hmm. Oh, okay. He's on location at uh, our, our alma mater that we share. And uh, I, I have known ml since the sixth grade and you want to go into that backstory you were telling yeah. before we started rolling nick and i don't know what's going on we got to say hello to you briefly but let's find out how you guys know each other sure well i think you know that uh chris l is a a singular gentleman and <laughs> in uh you know when you come into a new school particularly back then sixth grade was the last year of a class as opposed to the middle of middle school now it's kind of tough to break in and Everybody has their little gangs. And uh, my best friend came up to me and said, you know, who's this new guy? There was this um, big real estate company called Earl Kime Realty that had offices all over Metro Detroit. And so they had a commercial that was meant to convey just how ubiquitous they were that where they'd say, Earl Kime Realty, Warren, beep. Earl Kime Realty, Livonia, beep. And Chris was just walking all over this classroom going Earl Kime Realty, St. Clair Shores, beep. Like, who the hell is this guy? On day one yeah. at a new school? Yeah. That's quite a strategy. I have, yeah, I have no real recollection of that, but no, that's really a, that's a bad that's a bad strategy. Yeah. I guess. It's like it, trying to intimidate people by uh, by portraying yourself as completely insane. That's one way to approach. Well, it. Yeah, so. I guess if that's the angle you were going for, it worked. I mean, I got it. Probably work in prison. I'm not sure about sixth grade though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have no recollection of that, and uh, that's interesting. That's funny. <laughs> one of many suppressed memories i'm sure oh yeah there's a ton of them but yeah. we'll get into some of that over the course of the episode but uh so then you guys went to from sixth grade all the way through college together uh yeah pretty wow. much okay. yeah Fre- uh roommates freshman year at college that was a good time and, wow uh, okay worked on the college newspaper together and uh it must be said and uh it's uh anybody who's checking us out through social media will see in the uh, caption promoting this episode but uh, this man is a pulitzer prize winning journalist wow. how the hell did we get you on the show <laughs> uh you know it turns out that even if there aren't enough entries they have to give out the award so we have okay. to be <laughs> it was we a have slow year <laughs> what chris didn't tell you is that we won it for poetry oh, okay there you go well, that makes a little bit more sense. And, and here's the thing. Our shit didn't even rhyme, so it really stood out. Oh, That's okay. how they were good. Well, anybody Our, can rhyme in poetry. <laughs> the, re- the good poets don't have to resort to that. So, And, you know, the, the case in point, he won the top prize of all time in journalism. Wow. So. And, and then we took a pay cut that year. So we, we don't it, – it's not really like they told us it was going to be, but uh, – of but course. we're not giving it back. Well, it's kind of like podcasting. There's no money in it, but there's some prestige and uh, you know some notoriety that comes with it that, that keeps us motivated. And um, so, yeah, let it be known to the listeners that uh, uh, Jones Brothers aside, I do uh, know some <laughs> successful, accomplished people, and uh, and one of them is on the show here. Yeah, today. Well. Participating well, in February. Is, 
because yes uh, and this is this is this is the uh, the nadir of my career so i'm glad to be a part of it and uh and you know I, i'm a big tom jones fan but uh mm-hmm. february that's that's pretty cool yeah i wanted to get you on sooner sooner rather than later because you know the, the nature of how you won the Pulitzer Prize means that there's no guarantee you're going to wake up on any given morning. Uh, you know, at, at any time, uh, Kwame's goons could show up and finish the job that's uh, probably, you know, contracted out on you and has been for a while. So wanted to get you on the show before anything uh, nefarious happened and make made sure... Why not? what happened that was a weird it it is appropriate because it was 15 years ago that we broke the text message scandal that's right yeah from from reading the text messages he was very horny Mm, oh perfect perfect that's right that was right around this time 15 years ago right yeah i think it was january 28th of 2008 and we're just talking about it on my podcast, which is ML Soul Detroit. But this guy has not changed in 15 years. He's telling the same old lies. He's doing the same old stuff. But we were going through the text messages, and uh, we had a category uh, for romance, you know, like sweet nothings and things like that. And very quickly we realized uh, we need to come up with another subcategory because some of these uh, have gone from romantic to straight up hardcore mm. so uh well that's know. that's generally the trajectory these things take yeah so. if the first advance is accepted exactly you test the waters yeah. and then you come out with your you know your a game your top <laughs> shelf material like, like chris entering sixth grade exactly <laughs> you know just just the tip yeah right exactly and then you just do the uh the 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 realtor commercial dialogue and you're in like flynn after that so it's all set he was doing that was kwame kilpatrick oklahoma city beep kwame kilpatrick (laughs) naming all the prisons naming all the prisons he's been in since you you took him down 15 years ago fucked up his valentine's day that year so he's not still in prison right no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Trump, Trump let him out. Oh wow. Okay. Look at you. Yeah. Connected to all, all these the way, movers and shakers. all the way to the top of the the very top of the food chain, and he was pardoned. So. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. So could you say the name of your podcast one more time? Because on our end, it sounded like it got a little choppy on the the feed here. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's ML's Soul of Detroit. Okay. Cool. So there you go. Look for that, listeners. Yeah, ML's doing his thing, kicking ass in Detroit like he always has. And it's funny though. Now that he's talking about the nature of the the text scandal that took uh, Kwame Kilpatrick, by the way, that was full name of the Detroit mayor that uh, that uh, ML and his partner, the the Woodward and Bernstein, if you will, of Detroit uh, newspaperdom, uh, took him down by. Uh, opening up, uh, revealing this text message scandal. You can you can Google it, look it up. But uh, the song we're about to hear, the lyrics could very well be a series of Kwame texts. Now that <laughs> nice. I'm thinking about Uh-oh. it, so wow, Uh-oh. goes that far. It's huh? that level of that. It's that level of material. I can't believe Is it. it. The booty up. What's that? Is it the booty up? It's along those lines. Rest oh. assured, it's uh, oh. it's in, it's in that wheelhouse. 
It would be a later, you know, it would be deep into the conversation where the top shelf material comes out. Well, Well, chocolate's an aphrodisiac. So, so what are you telling us? There's some foil in front of you guys. Oh, here you go. I apologize to ML, was not able to uh, forward him anything in advance of this, but it smells delicious from here, though. Well, what we would we would have sent it to his house anyway, and he's not there, he's in East Lansing at the moment. So, by the way, it smells delicious was one of the text messages. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah, well, look at this. I'm gonna open this foil. Who wants to eat? Holy shit balls. You know, it does kind of have a meatloaf. It, it looks like a slice look. of meatloaf. It's got to be a brownie of some sort, but it's about the size of, I'm going to say two generous brownies, maybe three. Well, it looks like an extra large sponge that you would use, you know, <laughs> to not, not necessarily between the legs, but uh, yeah, kitchen, car, you know. Fits fully in the palm of the hand. So what is it, Nick? So yeah. So my wife nice. found a like with our cooking stuff. She had a little, um, like a little notepad about the size of an index card, like that that size pad. And she uh, had this from high school, from her foods class. And she was like, you know what? There was a Texas sheet cake that was mm. really good. Mm, a there recipe. you go. That's what it is. I'm like, well, let's let's do it. All right. So this is actually. I'd say for the most part, made by uh, my wife. Actually, I, I helped oh. out, but she, which is why it's probably better than most of the big treats that I brought in. <laughs> well, very exciting. I'm sure it'll she be... even she even went through the trouble of sifting the the flour. You don't. So you don't. You're not a sifter. Shit? No, no. I, Nick I, doesn't buy I, that. I, I don't have time for that. Wow, that explains a lot, Nick. Chris, <laughs> Chris, and I have a separate thread. With ML, where we talk about all your unsifted oh my, flour, oh my, all the, all the <laughs> yeah. clumps very, and lumps, very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little more adventurous. Yeah, we wish. Should we get him a sifter? Would that be too heavy-handed? <laughs> Would that be a nice gift? Is, is that implying too much? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited to eat this. It smells delicious. I'm sure it'll be a wonderful accompaniment for what we've got coming here so, down so the pipe. It's it's just your basic. Texas sheet cake. There's nothing, no crazy nothing ingredients. Nothing crazy. No, no tomato no. soup. In no, here. see, that's if I, if if it were my way, you put some. I could have. I would have. <laughs> I would have done so. Celery and but, tomato. But soup. my wife said no. We're yeah. following the recipe. Sugar, said, oh, okay. eggs, that's, flour, that, butter. That's that's good. Nick's wife is always reining him in, and the society is better off. Yeah, him. it's yeah one one of the vows I believe that she took. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's is, good. Is, is the size dictated by you know the exact dimensions you need to hide a weapon in there? Is there? Oh, is probably, that when the Texas comes in, is there a Glock in there or something? You could fit. You could probably get a little Derringer. No, I was going to say you potentially could fit a little. Definitely a pocket knife. Oh yeah. A, oh yeah. A wolf of PPK or something. A blade for <laughs> sure. Perhaps yeah. even the if you disassembled disassembled the golden gun. Oh You wow. could probably oh. have that in there. Scaramanga would. We'll just call this Scaramanga cake. Okay. Yes, with the superfluous papillary. Yes. <laughs> exactly. See, he is a poet. He, papillary. He used the word nadir earlier. I mean, he's the real deal. No doubt about I it. I thought there was something wrong with the stream. I, I don't know these words. <laughs> what the, yeah. What did I accidentally did, hit the uh, the, the sap the, button the, on the? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it would be the first time someone's called ML a sap. Oh, I can boy. guarantee you that. So, but yeah, believe me. Without further ado, mm-hmm. uh, this is this is all coming together wonderfully, uh, mm-hmm. given the that reminder of the nature of Kwame's texts. Um, so the tie-in that um, ML and I worked together on the college newspaper at Michigan State called the State News, and I've talked about this before, but I was the uh, entertainment desk editor. So uh, two or three times a week, I get a big box of vinyl albums from the various uh, record labels wanting me to, you know, give some... Uh, some free publicity to their releases by reviewing them in the paper and mm-hmm. you know then i'd send the clip in and they would you know hook me up with concert tickets blah 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 you know a little tit for tat if you will mm-hmm. uh, and uh this album was in one of the boxes that arrived one week and mm. uh it's one of those things where there'd probably be like 10 or 12 in a, a, a in 10 or 12 of them in there and you just like go through it and uh you know most of them were just like eh not interested nothing interesting here this one comes up to the top of the stack and i just look at the cover i think i know what it is in the title i'll be bowled over if you know what it is you might know nick thinks he might know the artist you know but as as you're getting into the time frame and everything i don't think i know yeah this this this, this is 88 it's same year as walk the dinosaur no that's right okay. was not was okay. as we okay. did last week um and yeah if, if if ml guesses it i will be shocked because i i was just i, I didn't like circulate it around or really talk about it much but i did did take it home and listen to it because i i had to based on the cover (laughs) the title of the album and then there was a promotional sticker uh that said featuring and it had the title of one of the songs on it not the song we're gonna do today but one of the other songs i'm like who titles a song that like that oh wow and then there once you go down this rabbit hole there is a treasure trove of of very risque material from well, this I'm, guy I'm, I'm right now doing a little research i'm looking to see what album the mum and shans came out with in 1988 <laughs> if, if i'm right uh about this then you did not hide those albums as well as you thought because i know one of them made its way back to my house Oh, it's it could have happened because uh, you know occasionally someone would help themselves to it, uh, specifically our buddy Ricardo, and uh, <laughs> and it could have happened. I'll be I'll be I'll be blown away and pleasantly surprised if uh, if 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 this is the exact the same artist uh, that you're thinking of. I have one question before we reveal who the artist is. Just for me trying to guess in my mind before we get the answer. Was this somebody who had a long career leading up to this point, or were they relatively new in 88? Uh, no, it, it, I had to research it a little because I didn't really know, um, didn't really delve into it then, and I, I, it wasn't uh, something I had 
committed to the memory banks, but I did a little research and it was, he's, uh, had about probably maybe 10 years, uh, leading up to 1988 of okay. putting stuff out. That's so. a good chunk of time. Yeah. All right. Was, was the artist, uh, holding a, a handheld 12 gauge on the cover? No, no. Now I know what you're thinking of, and we yeah. talked about that before. This oh. is not that, but yeah. that that was another. I, I know, size I know which album. one that is. That was Ice T's Ice Power. Okay. Ice T Power. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was my guess. Sorry. Yeah, and that one that was definitely that was definitely one that the cover stopped you in your tracks, and and I, I talked about that during our body count episodes, where it was yeah. like that was where that was one of those albums where you're just like, okay things are changing in music you know <laughs> yeah and uh you know he came out with the album og a few years later but that that one established him as the og of gangster rap but no it's not that so i'm not sure that would have fit in with the february theme well, I was then again more, did I was walk the, more the woman on the cover wearing the borat bathing suit yes better yes. on her than it did on him exactly and i think she was wasn't she the one holding the 12 gauge you know i gotta tell you i barely remember the gun i was looking more at uh at the other heavy ordnance <laughs> oh there you go i, I think it was the the she was the dual yes she was not really concealing the carry no the the uh yeah she she couldn't fit any of her attributes in a texas sheet cake let's put it that way no no yeah if, if uh, she, she may have been smuggling a plum but that's about it <laughs> all right well oh, yeah are you ready chris i'm to... ready i've got all the info i'm right. ready to ready to unleash it all right, well let's turn the microphone over to chris jericho all right Harold. this one's called i ate you for my breakfast uh, breakfast oh by the band Marvin Seas. Never heard of this guy, song or album. Never. Not what some Never. Nick said he had to check if this was something that was sent to him by another uh, for uh, from a listener from was it last Man, February? This guy looks sleazy. Yeah. So I was wrong, but I will tell you there was a text message that referenced somebody's skills in that particular area. Hmm. Okay. So it wasn't breakfast that was being consumed. No. Well, I, I don't know if that's what's being consumed here either, but we'll find out. I, I, yeah. I clicked on, I was trying to follow it when, as Chris was saying it, I ended up on his, uh, the year before, 1987, uh, self-titled release. The second track is called Let's Get Married Today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's his more romantic side. This is a little, uh, this is a little different, but, uh. So the the the, the f featured song that was on the sticker on the cover is called "Condom on Your Tongue." What? Wow. Yes, and the the chorus of that one is just completely <laughs> over the top. Uh, so, all right, I didn't. <laughs> so I'm looking at this guy. Go ahead, Nick. We're talking about a certain act, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's uh, okay. I see a I see a release from 2001. A French release, go figure. Mm. A woman would rather be licked is the name of it. <laughs> then we're going back to 94. Do you need a liquor? Question mark is the name of the album. 
Oh, there's a live album called Live with the Candy Liquor. Yeah, <laughs> Candy Liquor is his signature song. It's the title of his, also his, it's his best of collection, or one okay. of them is called Candy Liquor, the sex and soul of Marvin see, Seas. I see that. The vibe I'm getting from this guy, even though it looks like predominantly his work is from the 80s and 90s, He's he's really giving off the vibe of like a stag comedy record artist from the fifties, the ones that would just have a naked lady on the cover. Oh yeah, and, and it would just be like dirty comedy. Yeah, that's that's the that's the vibe I'm getting from this gentleman here. How, how do you explain his 1997 album, The Bitch Get It All, <laughs> G I T? Yeah, Get It All. That's well. Yeah. So this it's confusing to me because just looking at like some of these album covers, well, some of them are kind of like you know this is uh, he's singing about sexual relations for sure, but it seems like he's kind of saying it in a poetic way, and then it, it seems like he just snapped at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you flirt with that stuff for long enough. Yeah, he always kind of he always kind of you know straddle the fence of being like uh, legit Lou Rawls esque and then completely in the in the gutter. Oh yeah, condom um, on your tongue. Lou Rawls well, is they, not cutting that track. And then yeah, in ninth, no. sleaze, did they leave a <laughs> letter out? What's going on? <laughs> Marvin Sleaze. And then in uh, nineteen ninety <laughs> he put out a well at least the album cover, very wholesome It's Christmas time. Condom on your fireplace. <laughs> There's a song called "Do It Tonight" Christmas There'd version. Be, uh, Hung by the chimney with care would be one of the singles. Of <laughs> yeah, the there you go. Of that. Or not with care. Hung all the way down the yeah. chimney. <laughs> Jingle balls. There you go. Yeah, now you're getting it. So, so I see breakfast. I'm looking. Go ahead. I want to see it's, if you have the same observation. It's not terribly me. risque. At least the one that I'm seeing. There's a woman behind him who is just kind of like. Late on, not on all fours, but kind of like lying yeah. out on her stomach. It's a price sake and uh, album. Yeah, cover. it's it's nothing nothing terribly scandalous. Yeah. He's smiling. He's he like, looks like Walter Payton. He does. He does. <laughs> Jerry curls. Yeah, yeah. He might be wearing the Lee Trevino uh, energy bracelet, or was that Chichi Rodriguez? That's Chichi sure. Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah, the little bracelet. Yeah, yeah. A little gold thing that somehow circulates blood better. So this song is the second to last track on the album. Usually that's uh, deep cut territory. Well, I mean, it is technically the title track, though. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what it says here? Out of the eight songs, tracks six and seven are the two singles. I don't know what kind of sequencing that is, but yeah. What were the titles of those? I Ate You for My Breakfast and Condom on Your Tongue. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought there was something different, but yeah, those are the obvious And no other song... By name, they are. No other song is that provocative. No. At least the title. I Belong to You, I Can't Forget You, Girl. The rest could be, you know... Johnny Mathis uh, songs or something like that, but at least the titles. No, but as you'll hear, he's you know he's he's a legitimate artist in the Prysock, uh, uh Okay, almost hey. Lou Rawls realm. But he he his lyrical subject matter is, uh, you know, pushing the envelope, if you will. All right. Well, well, he, he definitely breaks from you guys uh, on the Yardo questions. As to whether he'd put the hits at the front or the back of the LP, he's he's all backloaded. 
He is backloaded. I'm trying to see what's going on on the album cover here. There's um, not a whole lot. I mean, it's, it's just it's, there in a you know robe, smoking jacket. You know, that's that what that is. Yeah, gazing is. into the camera. Woman in the background, like on all fours on the bed. It almost looks like uh, like the panther from Cat People, sort of <laughs> a black Natasha Kinski, sort of crawling up to somehow devour him. Yeah, she doesn't want him to leave the bed. Yeah, <laughs> wherever he's going. No, but uh, you guys can agree that. You're going through a stack of albums. That one comes up. You you take a moment and yes. you're like, okay, this this warrants further investigation. <clears throat> What's going on? Certainly here? the title. That's what would do it well, more the, than anything. The title uh, and then you know the the condom on my tongue. Yeah. But then <laughs> then you turn it back. It's it's not just breakfast, but I ate you for my breakfast. <laughs> is the title? Yeah, I mean song. it's it's very. Two titles are extremely explicit, mm. in, in, and the other two, and the other is what six, six are are fairly stock, you know, seemingly stock kind of song titles. Well, yeah, he's 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 a legitimate artist, as you'll hear. But the lyrical yeah. content, well. uh, and when he chooses to, goes goes south of the border to put it uh bluntly and and now i'm looking up uh i'm going down a rabbit hole over here on discogs i had to look up one of my favorite stag party uh album cover stag party by a gentleman named alan drew which features the songs high nuts the hung cowboy and well i don't know if i want to say this next one but anyway yes there's uh it, it's it's very much rem- it's giving me that vibe it's like blue comedy 1950s record i wouldn't necessarily i, I don't know how when, when you say comedy about that material i don't know how it, that they put more of an enf- emphasis on just being goofballs but again as you'll hear this guy was a legitimate musical artist all right i'm excited i'm trying to find the lyrics i'm not having any luck here so. oh they're 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 pretty easily discernible <laughs> okay so <laughs> it is pretty interesting that the song's not just called breakfast yeah after exactly. the, after the album title all right I guess and there's no parentheses no there's no parenthetical <laughs> usage here yeah i eat you yeah. for my I, I do not remember seeing his name among the other pulitzer prize winners for poetry <laughs> he may exactly. have presented it to you yeah and, and the other thing is that I realized after I decided to pick this is, you know, we, we, we've, as we've talked about many times on the show, and it ties into what's going on this month and this week with Valentine's Day. And also my anniversary is coming up on Sunday. So uh, our, our the, the Lover's Breakfast, which ah, yes. you know, con- consists ah. of what? Crepes, fresh fruit. A little whipped cream. Whipped cream. Yeah. Powdered sugar is going on everything this month, we've decided. Sifted or no? Um, we better sift just, it. Just clumps of that. <laughs> a handful. You know, I do, I've do. i done that, and it's it's not pretty. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the, what's probably my favorite thing to come out of the podcast in 10 years, the fact that the, the seafood omelet has entered the lexicon as a symbol of... 
is the celebratory meal the morning after a coital conquest has has become the seafood omelet thanks to Tom Codal. So breakfasts uh, tying in with romance and uh, and sexual themes is is a, is a running uh, thread through this show. And the first the first uh, February the track that was featured at the end of the month the Lou Rawls track was Early Morning Love. Oh yeah, that's right. This is it, along those lines. Actually, some of the subject matter might be similar to the uh, "See You When I Get There." Wow, yeah, there's a lot of lot of parallels going on. All right, well, I'm excited. I don't think we should waste any more time. Let's get into this. But first, we have to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with "I Ate You for My Breakfast." <laughs> it almost sounds threatening, but I don't think it is. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Uh. Yeah. All right. I'm enjoying it. It's it's funky, but a bit um, a bit downplayed. Not very aggressively performed. Mm-hmm. But, but so it probably wasn't quite what you were expecting based on you know th- connecting in with the stag music you were speaking of yeah because like when you think that kind of thing you, you think overpowering uh trumpets and trombones like or saxophones rather yeah like a horn section that's really big and distorted this is more this is making me think of like boogie shoes so far musically so it's more casey and the sunshine band it's, it's so far and, uh, to me to my ears disco yeah. feel to yeah. it but you know uh well produced and uh legitimate um attempted artistry here ml any nope. uh, initial thoughts well you know i think like like any good story you want to start off with a, a strong hook and <laughs> and there's nothing like yeah to yeah. really sort of set you apart i mean that's always the first word that comes to my mind when I hear music playing. Hey, he's on the right track. Plus, he did. Uh, uh, didn't he do the the old tried and true uh, punch in the stomach sound ooh. effect yeah, at the he beginning? Yeah. He can never go wrong with that. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's that that's just that's uh, Pavlovian <laughs> to to listeners of good music. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> that almost sounded like a question. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Is that Tim Allen coming back again? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> We're coming up for real words now. Oh, yeah. Everybody listen. I came on early this morning. I was hungry as I could be. Oh, man. So I'm right. getting... <laughs> another another song that uh, is coming to mind for whatever reason i guess it's the the harmonies mm-hmm. is uh it's it's got like uh cruising together sort of harm- harmonies oh yeah right the huey lewis gwyneth paltrow yeah. version <laughs> i guess oh so, yeah what's i never even heard of that what was that from movie was that duets was that no, what was the name of that? Oh, movie? I can't think of the name I forget. Of the movie, but, but yeah. she, he played like her dad yeah, or something, he was in and the they movie. did a duet. It was kind of unusual, yeah. weird pairing, but it was a but cover song. I think yeah. it was, was it Marvin Gaye? I could be wrong. Hmm. It was on the original. Original. I, okay. I don't remember. Missed that movie. D'Angelo has done a, a positively smoldering cover of that one. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not quite as uh, Caucasian or innocent either. When when D'Angelo does something, yeah. that's somebody we he, need to feature on this yeah. uh, one of these themed months. That guy is just pure sex. Yeah. When, <laughs> when when he does it, he removes the shirt off of the song before he. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. There's no exactly. shirt ever. No, ever. He's he's. Right. Um, but uh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I, I came home early this morning. I was hungry as it could be. So he's coming home in the morning. Yeah, where so is he working? He's either a shift worker yeah. getting off at 7 a.m. or he's been out skeezing all night long yeah. and coming back to his, you know, he's done with his side piece and he's coming home to the uh, the main ingredient. Now, when, when he says, I'm hungry as I can be, do you think he's saying, I'm so hungry or I'm hungry, as people know, I want to be hungry. That's one of my characteristics. I'm the hungry Martin Marvin C's. Huh. This is yeah, that's a, a good question. Trait. Yeah. The insatiable I'm, Marvin C's. I'm going to say both. I'm going to say, you know I'm always hungry, and this is an extreme case of that. Wasn't there a winger song called I'm Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a common theme it's for common theme. songs same, of longing same, and desire. Yeah, and same, same topics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hungry for you. Oh, yeah. But yeah, hu- as hungry as I could be just sort of, I guess, illustrates the the pent-up desire, which would it would be more pent-up if he was just got off of working an eight-hour shift versus being out skeezing for eight hours with the side piece. And it's interesting the way that the way that the um, there's like that tension uh, that he, I'm hungry. You know, there's there's a, a bit of there's tension, a bit of conflict. There, he's in he's looking for a release of some sort. The music is so chipper, like there's no <laughs> there's no sort of like suspense or tension musically it's it's a very i i don't know obviously the music the the chords that are being played i'm assuming it's all major chords like it's got that sort of yeah sunshiny kind of a feel to it ml is a hell of a go ahead go ahead it's understood when he's hungry uh what what happens next he's not he's not there to take it it's to be served up to him as uh as uh 
as he's wont to have. Well, we are going to find out about that with wow. the upcoming lyrics. But I, I, I wanted to point out that uh, another thing ML and I shared in common in high school, we were in the jazz band together. ML is a hell of a saxophone player. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, look at that. So I'm a terrible saxophone player, but Chris is a very kind man. And as you know, he can work the six string. But the, the well, you're you're kind as well. But uh, the point is that like musical discussions will not be over ML's head. He, he's he's a player as well. So I tried to wake you, babe, to fix me something to eat. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so he busts in. She's clearly asleep, and first thing he does is you could you could picture him nudging her yeah. and saying, "Wake up, fix me something to eat." Yeah, that's the most foreign concept I've ever heard in my life. Out of anything that's going to happen in this song, to wake 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 up and fix me something to eat. Well, I've hey, never heard of pop tarts. I mean, come on, dude. I know. Take care of yourself. Feed yourself, you adult baby. <laughs> Well, you know, Hot Pockets has a breakfast offering now. Cereal. Well, could you, he couldn't have hit a drive-through on his yeah. way home. You so know? many options for this. Yeah, he's he's basically cha-chaing his way into the kitchen. Yeah. You know, no, no problem. Andy lambasting Marvin sees <laughs> as being childish. I can't. I can't relate to this man. Well, you can't he relate to him. He also does not sift his own flour. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't want. He to doesn't even that. know which container is the flour versus the powdered sugar. He has no yeah. idea what's going on in the kitchen. But, you know, so again, going back to the, what the two possible scenarios, and clearly he's an old school guy. He's getting off work and he expects a meal to be on the table when he gets home. <laughs> or he's been out skeezing with the side piece. He comes home and he's just he's, exerting his dominance just, over the he's woman. He's just trying and, his luck further. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. to me. Just, just basically, you know, chest puffed out, you know, feeling good about himself after what he's been doing all night long and thinks he can get away with anything at this point. You turn and looked at me, babe. But you made me no mind I didn't know what to do, girl So I got in the bed with you <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh. Well, you know, he's... That, he, that really wasn't his first thought? <laughs> that, I mean, he used he had to explain that he used the power of deduction in order to, to get there. <laughs> Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he he wasn't expecting no for an answer, basically, or being paid no mind, paid no mind. to be to to invoke the lyrics verbatim. But. She looked at him, but <laughs> that was it. She looked at him and probably just turned over. Yeah, yeah. Put the yeah. pillow over her head, probably. Mm-hmm. I think once uh, he started spooning, she may have wished that she got up and heated up that oatmeal for him. Yeah, because... that would have been a better option. <laughs> right. Yeah, because <laughs> less yeah. less exertion on her part. Yeah. Right, but uh, clearly he wasn't expecting no to be the answer. He was basically just coming in there, be like, "Hey, fix me something to eat," and he expected it to happen, and it didn't happen. You know, this is this is probably the biggest "I can have it" attitude that I could think <laughs> there of. You in, go. In That's a song. another time. It tie in. 
Wow. Then he's like, I didn't know what to do, so I crawled into bed with you. Because that's it's obviously... Like, <laughs> it's the next thing you would do when you're hungry. It's like, well... well <laughs> normally, when somebody says no to me, I resort to violence. So I'm, I'm just... I'm going to... I'm gonna abandon that tack and get into bed with you and see if I can coerce you into something. And did this girl? You looked at me and I looked at you. Something told me what to do. I ate you for my breakfast, you for my breakfast. And girl, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> So she didn't even say, "Let me let me go freshen up first. Nothing. Well, that that comes into play a little <laughs> later, but yes, that's that's like that seafood omelet may uh, have a little more crab cake in it than you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the opening salvo at the crack of dawn. I'm not sure that's the right move, but this is a man who is known for songs about that particular activity, and that's his thing. He's known to be hungry. Yeah. As he could be in this case. Right. So, so there's no if stopping him. If surprised by this, you know, they, 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 should, be, they should be ashamed of themselves because yeah. this is... That's this on is you, you if, if you're surprised. What you seize is what you get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that, and she sees him twice. She looked at him again. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my God, he's going to eat me for his breakfast. And, uh, and then it happened. And, girl, it was good. And, girl, it was good. He enjoyed it. I, did he say it was good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I heard. I misheard it. What did you think he I, said? I thought he said you was good. Oh. Well, it could have been. Could have been. Yeah. I thought it was it, but. Same sentiment, but. You know, he's he's clearly enjoying it, whether the woman is. So yeah. he, he came home and had a muffin. Essentially, yes. Muffin can be very filling. Could work. Well, you know, it, again, he, he could have hit a drive through on the way home, but he didn't. And uh, this is the situation. Well, back in really what drive through would have had breakfast besides oh. maybe McDonald's and There's diners yeah, in the could 80s sit down and have an egg well, yeah we're talking drive through though well, then, then McDonald's all and, you need is one you don't need every fucking restaurant to have a bre- breakfast drive through if there's a McDonald's there you pull in there and i'm not picturing this guy driving a car for some reason i'm picturing him just strutting around that's his main mode of transportation so he just walks so i'm thinking he walks through the drive-thru he's one of those guys (laughs) i'm I'm picturing him driving an eldorado but maybe that's just me (laughs) yeah that's that's the detroit talking and something with yeah Rome at the name of it, but uh, yeah curb feelers the whole shot yeah that's what i'm picturing in the back with the sunroof down now if he happens to have been uh, skeezing all night with the neighbor lady, then yeah, he's just walking around the block, strutting home, and he's and like uh, Steven Tyler in the Ragdoll video, just going from house to house. Exactly right. Exactly right. Tomcat. <laughs> I ate you for my breakfast, you for pretty my baby. Breakfast. Let me tell you that it was good. I came up early this morning. I was so hungry as I could be. Your perfume was 
smelling like bacon, girl. <laughs> and your body was smelling <laughs> like eggs. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not that's good. That's not good it's, at all. It's, 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 it goes back to what ML said earlier. It's like, is is this really the time? Uh, before anybody freshens uh, up, is this really the time this, to be this, engaging in this? This woman's a walking Grand Slam breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, maybe he was somehow struck at the, at the plant and his olfactory senses are all... <laughs> A wire. I'm not sure. That yeah. could be it. Yeah. Either that, or he's one of these weirdos that that actually sends him into the next uh, stratosphere in that area, or to or into that sort of thing. Yeah. What he said. He said your body was smelling like eggs. Yeah. That's not a compliment in any way. It's not. I no. could. I'll let the bacon one slide, even though it's not a compliment. But your body was smelling like eggs. Is, yeah. That's a horrible I'm, insult. I'm, I'm not sure, that's like, a, what breakfast food he could have used that would have been more appealing. Oh. Maybe like a cinnamon roll. You could have said something about a some pancakes yeah. or some cinnamon. You know, calling her saying she smelled like hotcakes would have been good. Hey, great. Perfect. Yeah, eggs was the worst <laughs> yeah. uh, selection. Absolute worst. Out, you You're know. guessing she had the flu. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's depending on how ethnic his area was. He could have mentioned she she smelled like kishka as well. I don't know what that is. And that's like a that's a Polish blood sausage. Oh my no. god! Oh, Often eaten for breakfast. No. I think there was a sausage full of blood. It was uh, <laughs> it was a yeah. Detroit blood exactly. sausage. Wherever he was there from. Was no, uh, there was no denying him in this case. But yeah, yeah. You, you, you want you want a, a, a 100% recipe for your woman paying you no mind? Tell her her body smells like <laughs> eggs. See how far that gets yeah. you. Is the next line going to have something to do with sulfur? <laughs> how does he work that in? I don't know. Yeah, this is more disgusting than a two life crew song lyrically. <laughs> it's just not presented that way, but let's yeah, see. That was a rough line right there. Yeah, it was. Uh. I tried to wake you. I started to shake But you paid me no mind. I didn't know what to do before I knew it. I got down in the bed with you. Girl. I ate you for my breakfast. You told me what to do. What did he say the first time? I knew what to do or something. Yeah, this okay, time no, she, this told, time she him. told him. Yeah, I, I'm actually relieved that that she was conscious. I was thinking this may be like a necrophilia thing. Oh yeah. boy, that could be. That wouldn't absolutely be. no response to stimulus. But then, uh, if she smelled like eggs, that could you know. I don't know how yeah, that would work. You might be uh, engaging with a dead body <laughs> after a long day at the, at the factory. <laughs> Either that, or he, or he was he was pulling the all night shift at the funeral home and uh, just, just yeah. strutting around. One of those guys who uh, you know helps himself to the uh, to the customers, if you will. Ugh. Well, this took a turn. <laughs> of course, this is now a Ray Bradbury story. <laughs> Well, hey, you want to make money in podcasting, do true crime. Yeah, That's what we're everybody. venturing into. Yeah, absolutely. All right, could it get worse? Let's find out. And girl, it was good. I hate you for my breakfast. Pretty baby, let me tell you that it was good. You may 
me say Did he oink? Is that oink? Is a, a oh, he's, he's reacting to the bacon perfume. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Ooh. Another he thing. A, he may have a hair stuck in the back of his throat. I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be. A- <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. another thing you don't want to say to the woman. You don't want to oink at her. <laughs> no, no one wants to hear that. Yeah, he's he's making some mistakes yeah. uh, verbally, but uh, you know doesn't seem to hold him back. At you. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning the authenticity of the events that are being uh, retold to us here. <laughs> well, and is, is that her singing with him? Is she now aroused and and awake and joining in, or is that? Um, that's a good mm, point. Yeah, yeah. That's what is question. that supposed to tell us? Yeah, is, is, or is that uh, is that hired help? Yeah. And she's saying I. She's not saying you ate me. You know, she's saying the well, same and, thing and, he said. So, and the the the, the lyrical <laughs> twist of I knew just what to do and you told me what to do implies that he went back for a second round and she was into it. Yeah. So. But if yeah. she's saying I, does that mean she licked his butt later? <laughs> I need to know. It's possible. Wow. <laughs> I mean, is that any worse than I mean, anything that's been Andy, said so far? Andy's no. vote at the end of the song hinges on it this does. bit of information. Yeah, I need to know what happened here. How involved what did was that she? Smell like I, I was going to say. Coincidentally, his butt also smelled like eggs. So, <laughs> so the, these these two are mad. These two. <laughs> these two are meant to. Those strange you don't find until uh, April Fool's. Exactly. The, these two are meant for each other. Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with these people? Yeah, I don't know. What kind these of people are these, Nick? Someone in that bathroom. I think in the third verse he talks about upper tanking her her toilet. (laughs) (laughs) They live together. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't even stop him from doing it. He doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's a real sexual deviant, isn't he? Yeah. Well. Let's see what happens. We've still got uh, about 45 seconds. My so. goodness. Here Plenty of time for things to go spiraling further out of control. Mm-hmm. a man of routine yeah, here. I guess so. He's set in his ways. A creature of habit, if you will. And we, and we have our second oink of the song so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see the face of the, of the band members. Are they just looking at each other like, what? you know, this is this is a session gig, so we're going to do it and get out of here, but what the hell we sign up for? Yeah, they're like, pay us first. Like, use it. <laughs> not playing any notes. Until- like, thank goodness they have a list of our pseudonyms. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get out of here before the craft services get here. <laughs> so we wanted some eggs. Yeah, uh, before he comes busting in at 7 in the morning and wants to have us for his breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, making pig noises. Yeah, that's an interesting... Uh, <laughs> it, it, Pig noises and telling your woman her body smells like eggs. This is an interesting approach is. that Marvin is uh, is uh, laying out there here. Not sure that uh, a rational th- thinking human being would 
would believe these are going to garner any positive results for him. No. But, uh, yeah, the, the last time pig noises were used to affect was Pink Floyd, and it should have stopped right there. Oh. Yeah, I could go without that, too. Really? Oh, <laughs> now, let's not go down that. Yeah, that's a conversation for another day. We'll be here all night. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not ruin the romantic uh, vibe of this uh, episode. Let's, let's all let's all just oink out of appreciation here. Nick's oink was. I thought there was someone playing. A, that's amazing. I call, I've that. called pigs with that actually, and it worked. Yeah, they come over. Wow. <laughs> my, Marvin my, Cease came and knocked on your door. My one you talent that? that I have calling pigs. Wow. So the uh, but clearly he's still feeling good about himself. He's pretty confident that he's going to show up the next day and have the same breakfast. So yeah, she hasn't uh, smashed a vase over his head or you know kicked him in the balls to the point where he's just completely debilitated. He's just carrying I on. I don't think it would get this guy down. I think he'd just get back up and keep strutting around. This is an eternal optimism. Well, any, anyone who would shit in his own toilet <laughs> tank is uh, capable of anything, really. I don't think anything phases this man. Mm-hmm. So, breakfast again. It was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Fantastic. I couldn't even enunciate that one. Well, man. and 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 we've talked about this many times mm-hmm. in uh, on months like this. When there's a when there's a little bit of uh, <clears throat> exhaustion in the voice, yeah, a, a debilitated uh, sort of a quality to the voice, it adds to it. Yep, and it's usually at the end of the song when yeah. that kicks in. Yeah, so spent sack. <clears throat> That's it. Yep. Could be the tapeworm talking. <laughs> yeah, this guy eats a lot. That's for sure. He does. Guest vocalist. <sighs> This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> so good. Yes, it was. You made me say. It was good. So, <laughs> it was good. That's that's one word. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> he, he doesn't even make a pig noise. He says oink. 
Yeah. He's yeah, he phoning it in. Yeah, he just phonetically is saying what it's called instead of making the noise. Is, oh, is he reading that on the lyrics? Is it just point? <laughs> well, no, no, make a sound. You know, it's like no. I'm not yeah, the, finally the producer just gave up and it was just like, okay, just do oink. Let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah. Move on to the next track. No one's ever gonna hear this some song. Jingles coming in after this, so move on. Yeah. No one wants to hear this, Marvin. <laughs> Let's get this over with, buddy. All right, well, there you have it. I ate you for my breakfast. <laughs> this is a new one. <clears throat> Never, well, yeah. On behalf of everybody else who could have walked away with free music, Chris, thank you for yeah. taking this and hiding it from <laughs> Well, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm quite sure this eventually ended up in the collection of Ricardo Cooney, and it's probably still in his collection, but... Uh, yeah, it got, it got hocked at flat black and circular for uh, for a a, a a a quick quick buck. Gross. Yeah, and, and uh, that was my uh, my Rick's American Cafe money and my Crumbly Burger money. So oh. yeah, what he, what he's talking about is whatever albums I wouldn't keep for myself or that people didn't make off with, I'd take them across the street to the used record store and walk out of there with like 30 bucks and that would get me through the week or food and drink you know it's funny or not it's still open it's still there is it yeah in the same mall over there what yes. is that that's open flat black and circular oh is the yeah. name of it. that's funny marvin used to eat it round black and circular that's where he got his breakfast <laughs> Down at the Triangle Kitchen, I would have thought. And he and, and, and he walked out with thirty dollars after he was done. So, <laughs> so another connection. I looked up Mr. C's on Wikipedia just to see if there's anything particularly interesting. One thing that is interesting, and I won't reveal it because this artist may come up in a one of the theme months that we do. But there was an artist that I was randomly guessing this might be. In the Wikipedia article, it says that Marvin Sees was said to have a comparable sound to this same artist. Oh, well, there you go. To who? I'm not going to say. Oh, oh but it's okay. It's one of our listeners um, last year sent well, me, you, uh, recommended someone well, to why me. Why can't you tell us? Because it might back next year. Because I may, I may select okay. a song by this individual at some <laughs> but, point. So okay. I, you know. And the other, in, well, he's no longer with us, sadly. Um, Mr. Sees. Yeah. Died in 2011. Too many uh, fattening breakfasts uh, did him in, I think. Yeah. He had a cholesterol problem from all those eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just blocked up all his major arteries and uh, made an oink sound and dropped dead one day. Here lies Marvin. It was good. <laughs> he does kind of sound like a, a guitar player who had a big hit around that time. Um Robert, I'm um, drawing a blank on his Robert last Cray? name. Robert Cray? Robert Cray, yeah. It mm. does have a little bit of a Robert Cray feel to it, although Robert was a better player and certainly a far superior lyricist. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can hear that. That yeah. Smoke and Gun song he had. Right, uh, right. Strong Persuader was another good strong, one. Yes, that's it exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. And another just small bit of trivia that is, seems random yet interesting to me is um, <clears throat> there was a poster depicting Marvin C's in the film Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, not, I didn't notice the poster. I noticed that factoid on Wikipedia. Hmm. 
Well, okay. I didn't realize that this guy was uh, on anybody's level. radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess he was. Like Chris said, he was somewhat considered to be legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, what better compliment can an artist hope for? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you find your niche and you uh, you stick with it, despite his attempts to you know play it mainstream with some of the other songs like nick mentioned there's really only two that uh at least by the song titles have this kind of subject nick matter ever mentioned what? there's really only what the hell sorry go ahead um <laughs> that uh everything else he's kind of trying to play it straight and what was what was the one marry me today yeah, Wasn't that like the, uh, yeah let's get married today yeah today where your daughter's at tonight <laughs> um, let's get married today so i can eat you for my breakfast tomorrow would be the live version <laughs> that would wimpy said in popeye <laughs> right <laughs> i would think if this guy's having that many breakfasts there wouldn't be that need for a shotgun wedding right i mean that's not exactly how that that leads to unexpected yeah that's blessing. true that's true a lot of questions with Marvin C's material. Yeah. And now that he's gone, they, they will never yeah. get answers, right? He, he took him to the grave. Ugh. Damn shit. Unless we search his former estate, search the walls and see if he left any papers or anything. <laughs> Might be answers. Explanation of what's going on Get here. Geraldo Rivera <laughs> to, uh, to, to search the Marvin C's vaults to see what we could find. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Voting? Yeah, so Chris brought this one to the show. Chris, it's your choice of Sweet Surrender or Kick in the Crotch. That's a Sweet Surrender for me, for sure. It's Sweet Surrender! Hell yes! I mean, it's it, it's funny, it's, it's kitschy, but sonically and, you know, to, to a certain extent, lyrically, it definitely fits with the theme and, and also... You know, it was just such an obscure uh, thing that I discovered in college and forgot about until recently. And I wanted to bring it to the table. And also, again, the tie-ins to the, the lover's breakfast, the seafood omelet. Uh, uh, it all started, it all made sense to me. And um, uh, like I said, I would have been completely blown away if anybody actually it guessed that this was going to be the guy and or the song because i i had never heard of him before i've never seen his name since it was just a complete out of nowhere anomaly that this album uh, <clears throat> came into my orbit did you write a review of this album i did not okay no just curious if it, what you would have said back then so you didn't have to write about everything in the crate no I, and, and there wasn't uh, there wasn't enough uh room in the paper okay. i mean i would get like 30 40 albums a week i just picked the ones i thought were you know applicable to the college crowd or the ones that i wanted to do and that was it that's cool and obviously you got to keep them or give them away or whatever exactly they didn't want them back like that, that's why when you go to resale shops the, the, the cover of notch in it or mm -hmm. like like that uh uh, was not was cassette cover that you had in the mm -hmm. video it's stamped with promotional yeah, or, use only or the uh barcode is slashed right so but yeah they were they were happy to take those in at uh 
FBC across the street and give me some cash and I was good to go for the for the bars and the fast food joints uh, f- probably for most of the week. It was pretty cheap to eat and drink at, at college back then. Hmm. All right. Who's next? ML or Nick? Let's let uh, ML go. All right, ML. Well, s- sweet surrender or kick in the crotch? Boy. Um, I- I'm going to go with a sweet surrender as long as it means I never have to listen to it again. <laughs> All right, well, here, here we That's go. That's an interesting stipulation. It's sweet surrender. For the camp value alone, I, I appreciate it. And and since it is February, and because it, it does uh, in many ways remind me of those text messages that I read so many years ago from our mayor. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It, it would be it would be hard for me to deny it uh, for some very singular reasons. But um, if this was the Grammys, uh, probably not going to get my vote. Mm, okay. Did uh, Kwame ever comment on what uh, his? Uh, love interest's body smelled like was that ever <laughs> part of the text exchange or anything along those lines that you can reveal you know i i read thousands of them but i didn't read all of them so i can't rule it out but um but there was let's just say there's a running commentary about uh what people were doing and uh whether it whether it was pleasing to their partner hmm. I think there was a text that said, your armpits smell like a Detroit Coney. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I remember it's on forever faux show, but um, there's no, 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 no aromatic references. Okay. That's where he, that's where he fell short. Kwame was no Marvin C's clearly. No, No, no. Well, Nick, it's your pick. Um, I'll give it a sweet surrender as well. It's sweet surrender. Hell yes. I mean, it's highly entertaining, a little silly. Um, well done, though. I mean, well well produced. A bit um, a bit subdued mm-hmm. as far as the the uh, instrumentation goes, but it had you know with the the constant harmony going on, like everything had a harmony practically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I mean it's and everything sounded good. It was it maybe a little homogenized sounding. Hmm. But um yeah, I mean can't can't knock it. It's it's absurd. I mean the the title of the song is, you know, com- it leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> so it's completely absurd. Yeah. But as far as like a, you know, a, a studio work it's d- done very well entertaining song fits the theme when it's the, i'd say it fits the theme yeah, yeah. sure yeah okay. everybody but martin sees seem to be very skilled at at their chosen profession <laughs> everyone except for martin he, marvin he's, marvin he's get big, it right yeah he's the big asterisk i don't i won't remember his name tomorrow <laughs> at all marvin martin larry <laughs> because i am kicking it in the crowd Gotta be top five, one of the worst songs we've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible song. I don't know. I, uh, I, I have nothing good to say about it. Stu- good well, studio work or not. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So You know, I'm not a morning person, ML. That might be part of my problem. 
That could be it. I'm never uh, that, up, that's true. up to f- for breakfast, not very adventurous in the morning. You never Billy idled a woman uh, first thing in the morning. No, I'm, I can't get rolling until about 11 a.m. Not myself until then. So yeah, that could be my problem. The complete opposite of that. So You know, a, a good seafood omelet could turn your head completely around on that. Yeah, like the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. We don't have to suffer through any uh, <laughs> stone cold like, rock and roll like, boner. Like the, no, no. Like the musical arrangement of this song, there's no tension or suspense right now. No, none whatsoever. And if you disagree, we're sorry. That's just the fucking way it is. Can't have that. <laughs> Someone had to put their foot down. Yeah. It's getting out of control Someone over here. Did. Yeah. Someone had to put their foot down in Marvin's bedroom oh, when he came busting in at 7 in the morning. Fix me something to eat. <laughs> Who does he think he it's is? like, uh, what's that? St- yeah. That Willie D song? The Willie D song, yeah. yeah. Was thinking yeah. Of fix me something to eat. Yeah. Every time I come over, she kiss me on the cheek and fix me something to eat when he's talking about his girl's See? mama. Yeah. Women love men with confidence. It's a known fact. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, you know what time of the show it is? We've been doing this for 10 years. Oh, my God. Oh dear goodness. So we've got... Why? A, we've, yeah, good question. We've got a message from Chaz. Ooh, look at that. He says, hey, guys, it's Chaz. Met y'all at the expo a long time ago. Used to run the Dicky Poncho Twitter. Everybody remembers Dicky Poncho. Remember you, of course. Wait, he doesn't. He didn't submit an audio message. Well, he sent this okay. text All right. as All well. Right. So okay, um, I'm not sure that's allowed, but go ahead. <laughs> mm. Well, the rules are being rewritten. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying if he has he has the audio message, so this is fine. Correct. But you know, we're not we're not going to just let any assholes send us <laughs> a, an email that we're going to recite on sure, the air. Sure. Uh, he said, "Congrats on the soon to be ten years." I've been with you for the long haul, and I ain't going anywhere as long as you're not. My attached clip says it all. I know it's a bit long, ooh, but I had a lot to say. Love you guys, Chaz. Thank you, Chaz. Very, very sweet. Here we go. Let's well, don't roll. forget the theme song. Of course. Here we go. Pop strikes ten, must be Monday night. A decade of stupidity, but that's all right. Listen to Pound of Thunder tonight. What's going on, Pot of Thunder? It's your boy, Chaz, from the Fantasy Football Bros Podcast. Ten years uh, coming up, or in the past, I guess, depending on when you uh, play or listen to this. Um, That is a big deal, and I'm happy and proud of you guys. Um, I... Um, what I call myself is I'm obviously a big fan, a big pothead, but I'm a BJ fan. And what I mean by BJ Uh, fan, pervs, is I was a fan before Jericho. Um, I remember the first episode you guys had on with Jericho. It was so cool to me because I'm also a fan of wrestling and and talk as Jericho as well. So, and Fozzie. So it was cool seeing him on the show and seeing him on the show a million times. Um... I got into you guys just randomly. Um, maybe it was 2014. Maybe it was your second year. But it was double digits. Still in the double digits. And I just I know for a fact because I was in school for two years. 
and it was in one of the years I was in school because I just have a uh, college. I have I have a memory of listening to you guys in between you know uh, classes. And uh, 2015, I opened a restaurant in Buffalo, New York, and man, just every week you guys are there making me laugh, getting me through long shifts. You know, owning and running a restaurant is tough. And uh, met you guys actually, and I'm in one of your videos. Um, I met you guys at the 2018 Indie Kiss Expo, and uh, I just want to like let everyone know how like you guys are the same people in person, and uh, it's almost a little reverse actually in person. Like Chris seems to dominate the show talking, but when we were all in person, Nick was like the talker a lot. It was really cool. It was really well, cool Nick to get to meet you guys. You were so nice. We Everybody all had lunch together. That. You guys were just great. Um, and I don't want to take up all your time here because I have so many memories. I know I'm already a couple minutes in, but mm. here, here's here's my big memories from the show. Um, this would be good. Chris uh, realizing uh, when you wish upon a star is just when he just realized how bad that song was. <laughs> I have a memory of that that just blows my mind. He was so salty and so mad. Um, I also I also like look back fondly to the Fred Bear episode and I know mm-hmm. that's controversial but that episode was absolutely hilarious that is probably the greatest episode of Pot of Thunder in my opinion wow. uh, your last week episode of Am Radio is pretty sweet too but anytime we can yep. get Chris's dander up and Chris going is fantastic and um I guess a low point on the scale you guys are talking about on the last week AM radio episode that uh, AM radio is the worst song ever. The Tommy Lee song is second. Um, I just disagree because I think the worst song you guys did and just uh, the toughest episode. And I remember Nick trying so hard to get this episode through was when you had Bruce Kulik on for like 10 minutes and then he dumped you off to the Swedish guy <laughs> and you guys reviewed the song and that guy just was not very talkative and and you guys tried and God bless you, you tried. So you guys are hilarious. He's right. You have made my life absolutely that. better in this last decade and I truly mean it. You're an awesome person to, um, to meet and hang out with. You guys got me uh, auditorily ass kicked by Chris Jericho because I used to run the Dickie Poncho um, mm. evil mailman Twitter true. and you had Chris Jericho kick my ass That's and true. I don't mean oh, to take yeah. up <laughs> too much more of your time I keep saying that but you guys truly mean a lot to me I was happy when you guys decided to keep doing the podcast I've listened to all the Kiss episodes at least twice wow. um, I just really enjoy you guys I've started my own podcast uh, and you guys are like probably what well, some of my biggest inspirations on that and wow. And the way Andy produces it and everything like that, like, Andy's a great guy. We used to chat a lot about wrestling and outside of Kiss, and I don't know. I love you guys. You're my favorite podcast out there. I hope for another 10 years, and uh, thank you for everything. And even though I know Chris is going to attack me because I have a fantasy football podcast, and he hates that shit, but hey, that's the route I went. But thanks again, (laughs) and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thanks, Jazz. We love you, too. It's it's like he did an episode of his podcast and your podcast. There you go. That's probably (laughs) why I don't like fantasy football is because those guys just talk too much. But, no, in all seriousness, you know, to to hear those kinds of comments definitely makes it all worthwhile. And to have impacted somebody that way is uh, 
is pretty cool. So thanks for sending that in. Yeah, it's very cool to hear. Um, if you want to send your message, what do you do? Go to you send it to pot of thunder at yahoo.com. Correct. Right? We're not doing any kind of online submission. There you go. Pot of thunder at yahoo.com. Send over your submission. We've got a few, but the, yours is still going to make it this year if you get one in soon. I don't think we're uh, at the point yet where our box is full of 52 or more. Really? Or 51 or more since we took a week off <clears throat> two weeks ago, last no, week. No, we're, we're, yeah. we're still, yeah, still yeah. have the capacity. Yeah, definitely. Now, a question of capacity. ML, do you want to stick around for a Yardo questions? Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm just bummed that there's no Pope stuff, although I can see where the pontiff wouldn't want to be anywhere near Marvin C's. We, yeah. we, we could, we could, <laughs> we could. Holy C. You know what? See, here's the thing. Normally, um, when we have a, a, a guest on for the first time, he gets to pick the song, right? That's true. That's true. But, you know, this he's won a fucking Pulitzer Prize. He's had enough privilege in his life. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, that was off the table. But mm-hmm. let's give him Pope stuff. Hit it. Wow. Abe Moose Papa. Time for Pope stuff. Yeah, that Pope stuff. Chris is looking. And I think the, the the obvious choice is this week, last week, the songs are both from 1988. Yeah. So I think we got to find something from 1988. So what did John Paul II do? I believe the uh, the longest serving pope in modern history is that correct? Yeah. Did you shot in '88 or was that before then? That was '81. '81. Okay. I'm kidding. I think '81. Yeah, the same year Reagan got shot. I believe. Oh, that's right. He may have gone to Hamtramck, Michigan, in 1988, sometime around then. Is that what was going on? That's when he was around. Sometime around then. That's it's Hamtramck is like the Chicago of Detroit. Terms of uh, Polish population, okay. think, and I think he got shot uh, after demanding that someone fix him something to eat in the morning. <laughs> and it wasn't uh, wasn't received very well. So uh, he, he said he smelled eggs, and they thought he was having a stroke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they shot him. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what they do to people who have strokes. They just simply shoot them. That's back when a stroke was a stroke, uh, right, Nick? Yes. Apparently, yes. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find something here. You having any luck over there? Um. Let's see. Do, 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 pay, pay I mean, I, there's, there's, no, no, not really. 1988. Do do do. Ah, 1988. I was, I, I was scrolling through and I, I glanced, there's a subheading in here called World Youth Days mm-hmm. and I initially read that as Wild Youth Days uh-huh. like boy what did he do in his uh, youth getting just, crazy huh he was uh, into poetry and beatnicky stuff like that oh yeah yeah artsy kind of stuff it looks like Pope John Paul was in uh, the US in 1987 so I missed it by a year mm. okay 
Okay, I got a mention of 1988 in this paragraph. I'll just read it. Keenly aware of the rhythms of time and the importance of anniversaries in the Catholic Church's life, John Paul II led nine dedicated years during the 26 and a half years of his pontificate. The Holy Year of the Redemption in 83 to 84, the Marian Year in 87 to 88, the Year of the Family in 93-94. Well, who could forget that? The three Trinitarian years of preparation for the Great Jubilee of 2000. The Great Jubilee itself. The Year of the Rosary in 2002 and 03. And the Year of the Eucharist, which began on 17 October 2004 and concluded six months after the Pope's death. So there you go. That's a lot of Pope stuff. Yeah, that's that. That's still. Uh, I, I forget what I should know, but I, I know that uh, popes after him, the two popes after him, have continued that. So he uh, wouldn't forget your birthday, is what we're learning. The, the John Paul II. Yeah, he would have remembered your no, birthday he's, he's, if, if you were boys with JP two. No, he's got you. He's got you covered. Okay. Well, that's a good guy. That's the kind of friend you want to have. So there's your Pope you stuff. I got canonized. What was about canonized? I, I said you can see why he was oh, made yeah. a saint. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Saint yeah. on earth, this didn't, guy. Didn't take that long either. No, what was it? No. Within like three years? A few years after yeah. he died, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with Nick's favorite part of the show. Oh. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nude polka dancing. That was, <laughs> well, that was, the, that was what the commercial was for. <laughs> Instructional tapes. Peter Francis Geraci's yeah. nude polka dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call for my free nude polka dancing in- info tapes. Info tapes, yes. Uh, oh boy! All right, 
It's time for Yardo questions. I didn't even look at my backlog of them. Let's see. Let's find a you good one. You still got a backlog? Oh, such a large log here. Hmm. There's a lot of good ones, too. A lot of good ones. Hmm. That's fun, but I don't know if that's fun enough. <laughs> I like it, but it sticks to one singular theme. I don't know if I don't yeah. Is it fun? Sometimes it's a good theme. Sometimes that's good. Yeah, come back to it if nothing else is, uh, jumps out at you. Yeah. Well, you know what? This goes back to uh, last week. It's a rebuttal. Last week we had Throbbing Good. Throbbing Hood is back. Oh, man. Throbbing Hood says, Yo, Throbbing Good from a previous yard. Listen up, boy. And let me give you a nickel's worth of free advice. Wow. Riding my coattails and sniffing my ass won't get you anywhere. Sure, the view is delicious, but after certain <laughs> meals, things can get dicey back there. And let me give you a heads up. I'm having chili for dinner tonight, so brace wow. for impact. So there you go. I didn't know Marvin C's was throbbing. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, all of a sudden the eggs don't sound so bad. Yeah. No, I'll take an egg. Yeah, I'll take that over chili. <laughs> Ass chili. All right, question one. Your Mount Rushmore oh boy. of stand-up comedians. Now, for you Ooh. foreign listeners, <laughs> everyone knows what that is, right? A comedian is... <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be four, right? That's that's what we're doing. Four, top four I comedians. It was five since they added Trump. Did they add him? He, I think I thought that's what he, they were doing. Okay, well then you could add your fifth. What do we got? Who wants Ooh, to go first? Man. Uh, I've got two. Mm. See, I'm not gonna probably go with ones that. I'm gonna go a little bit different, just ones that I like the best. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not gonna go Carlin or Pryor. Yeah, well, you that, could, yeah, yeah this is for you. Thing. Yeah, but don't don't kowtow to the fucking. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing down a, uh, a disclaimer. Yeah, we're yeah, not asking okay. for. And it's mostly people that have been mentioned, I think. All right, so Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yes, absolutely. He's he's the George Washington. He's in that spot. Also a big breakfaster, I heard. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Except the woman looked. When, he rolled the woman over, and she was cross-eyed and foaming at the mouth before yeah. he ate her for breakfast with his wooden teeth. <laughs> I wasn't talking about George. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was I. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I got mine, but go. Okay. You, there you go. I can go. The last one's kind of top of my head, but um, I'm gonna go Bill Cosby. Someone else we've mentioned many times. He's he gets criticized as far as uh, by the sort of Mark Maron-ish kind of crowd. Uh, Sinbad is up mm. there for me. Brilliant stand-up comedian. Uh, another brilliant stand-up comedian that I think should get a lot more recognition. He had, I think, he had a, quite a career. Um, but Kevin Meany, mm. brilliant performer. Okay. Uh, Kevin Meany on the Mount Rushmore. I'm putting him on there. He's, wow. He was fantastic. Um, and I'm gonna go with. Um, this is the one that just I needed a fourth, and this is the guy that popped in my head, and he's great. Everything I've seen of him, 
I'm gonna go Bobby Slayton. Oh wow. Nick's got a deep list there. That's just what came to mind. Okay. He did a comic relief thing that Andy and I watched probably a hundred times. Yeah. We, we taped it years and years ago. Yep. I remember that. Chris. I'm up. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm starting with Drake Sather. Hmm. May not have heard of him. Look him up on YouTube. I discovered Norm him McDonald's on a, buddy, right? Just, what's that? Wasn't he Norm McDonald's buddy? Uh, they were roommates or something? It's possible. I don't know that for sure, but I discovered him on a young comedian special on HBO that I still have on my DVR. His, his set is incredible. Uh, drops Andy's favorite F word in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He, he apparently uh, took his own life eventually, which yeah. all these comedians are just tortured souls. And he, wrote he, Z- he was among them. wrote Zoolander, right? Yeah. Who? Drake say there? Didn't he? I think so. I didn't know. Are that. we thinking of the wrong guy? No, I think he wrote Zoolander. I think you're right. I did not know that. Wow. But his, his stand up was, was excellent. Yeah. Sort of that deadpan Stephen Wright style, yeah. but mm. uh, but just the, the 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 bits and the subject matter are just hilarious. Um. In that same. Young Comedian Special was hosted by Dennis Miller, and i got to add him to the list. Just before he went all fucking wacky, right-wing political, mm-hmm. Just his whole shtick is just totally in my wheelhouse of humor, absolutely hilarious. And, you know, in his early days when he was still doing SNL, his, his stand-up was outstanding. Mm-hmm. This one won't surprise the guys in this room. I stand by it. George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> the tall, dark, and Chicano set is is incredible from start to back. And all of his other stand-up specials I've seen. His demeanor on stage is absolutely incredible. He's got that new show too, right? Is it? Have you watched it? Is it I, any I good? I haven't. I never yeah. watched his sitcom before, and I haven't seen this one. But just I, it, it, the way he, the way he does his stand up is just it, just it's hilarious to me. <laughs> and then uh, a recent recent convert to this guy, uh, he's he's one of the biggest comedians out there today. Heard his name, and I was just like what's the deal here and uh one of my wife's friends is a big fan of his went to see him the last time he was in town so i checked out a few of his stuff a few of his shows on youtube thought it was hilarious sebastian manasalco yeah he's that guy is i don't know if he's a mainstream like celebrity but there, there are. He filled the United. <clears throat> there are people who love. Here. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, people love that guy. Yeah, yeah. and I gotta admit, I'm, I bought into the hype. I thought I just love his again his demeanor on stage, his vocal inflections are just hilarious. So that's mine. ML. Um, Why well, I'm I'm gonna go with the, the, an obvious choice, but Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, always fun. Even before he was on TV, he was hilarious. Uh, and I've seen him live, and he's, he's, he's really good live. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Ooh, good. Very funny guy. You can take anybody in your family there. It's still funny. Yeah. Um, Stephen Wright, 
as Chris mentioned, and he, he he was a game changer. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, going deep before he became a nutritionist, Dick Gregory was was hilarious way mm. back when. Okay. Dick Gregory, you oh, said? Wow. Yeah. He just passed away yeah. like uh, last year or a couple a couple of years ago. Yeah, not too long ago, but very edgy, very very provocative. If he would go he would go in front of uh, a tough crowd and he'd win them over. And and for my Donald Trump edition, I'm going to put Dave Chappelle up there too. Mm. Oh, there you go. I, I wanted to do a Trump edition too. Actually, I thought I thought of a few, but there's one. I'll throw it in. One I wanted to mention. He's a he's a, probably only in his 30s right now. He's at an Adult Swim show. Say. Joe Para. Yeah, I love close. Joe Para. It's it very like subdued kind of a character that he puts out there. His Buffalo Bills, um, <laughs> he, he there's it's maybe I don't know less than ten minutes. There's a Buffalo Bills bit that's on YouTube. Yeah. One of my favorite stand-up routines. He's definitely a unique character. Yeah. Not in the vein of Stephen Wright, but unique. Where it's like this doesn't sound like anybody else. Yeah. Who does stand up and and sort of the same level, the same projected level of enthusiasm yeah. in his speech yep. as a Stephen Wright. Yep. Andy, I want to know yours. Ooh. Oh, it's going to be Dane Cook. Because Dane Andy, Cook. Andy's, Dane <laughs> Cook. Andy's a huge stand-up fan. I want to know uh, his. Yeah, give us yours, Andy. All right, I would do say... the Trump version if you want. Okay. And I'll toss my fifth in it after you're done. All right, I would say prior. Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Greg Giraldo, Dave Attell, and I'll give my five to Jim Brewer. Okay. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Because he's I, Trump-esque. Well, a little bit, but I, I saw him at a show. Like I think it was Bill Burr, Dave Attell, Jim Norton, Jim Brewer. Wow. And you think like... Because I didn't really know Jim Brewer's stand-up well. I just knew him from SNL and from whatever else he's been in. Half-Baked, and I actually, I don't even know if... Was he in any other movies? He probably was, but... Um, yeah. But I didn't know his stand-up, and I'm like, man, he's headlining? Like, that's kind of weird. I would think that he wouldn't be. He blew everyone off the stage. Like, there was he's, no... He's got so much energy. Yeah. Like... He, it's otherworldly level yeah. of performance well, compared to everyone else. And I'm one of mine was Kevin Meany. Yeah. Same kind of thing where it's just it's a perf- it's like a performance. Like yeah. Jim Brewer does that too when he does the Brian Johnson routine yeah. and stuff like that. It's like yeah, yeah. He, he's incredible. He does that thing. I don't even. I'm sure there's probably a name for it, but where he keeps like tying things together. Not like a callback, but like where he's telling a story and he's doing like noises of characters, mm-hmm. but he's not even explaining. Like now I'm talking as the grandma. Like he's just doing all, and it's like it's a, it builds to a crescendo. Yeah. It's a whole different thing other than just telling jokes or telling a funny opinion. You know, so I'll give him my five. Yeah, and I'm gonna. My, my fifth one's gonna go to just an, an, an obvious one, but also a tie-in to my uh, college years with ML. This guy was the top of the heat back then, and deservedly so. Andrew Dice Clay. Mm. I mean, oh, wow. at, at his prime, that guy was just unstoppable. <laughs> he had it all going on back then, man. When he was at the top of his game, incredible. All right. I'm getting a message here Uh-oh. from one from from one of our viewers. Mm-hmm. 
Norm should have mm. been on there. Norm was a great one. Norm was a great one. Norm McDonald. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He could have been. He could be interchanged with pretty much anybody. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We mentioned. Sure. He does a. He does a great. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it was it was a, a bit on Bill Cosby's downfall, but he has some pretty <laughs> great lines and a bit about that. Yeah. I'm sure. All right. Question two. Favorite cartoon character. Not a Mount Rushmore, just singular. I think we've had this a few times, but it, it's nice to you can update give it, it. Yeah, you can give a different answer. What yeah. are you feeling today? Ooh, cartoon character. I think I mentioned, uh, dropped a couple lines of dialogue from him the last time we did a uh, episode with Jericho, but I'm, I'm going to go with Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> It's his whole shtick and the and the, 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 the baseball line he lays on that uh, the, the nerdy son of the of the, the, the hen he wants to bed down and that one uh, <laughs> uh, that one uh, Warner Brothers short brilliant stuff great character another egg tie-in by the way another egg tie-in yes yes he he. <laughs> He would love it if a woman's body smelled like eggs. He'd be all about <laughs> well, that's, it. That's about his options. <laughs> well, in that case, it'd be appropriate, right? Because uh, that's where the eggs are coming yeah. from. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It's either eggs or feed is what the woman <laughs> uh, woman's body smells like. So of those two, I think you're going eggs. <laughs> feed. I'm going to go droopy. Droopy. That's a good one. Droopy's great. Those old, those, those droopy cartoons. The uh, what was it, it the Wild West? Was oh, he yeah. a sheriff and a few yeah, of them? Yeah, he's. Those are all great. Race car driver in one. Yeah. I forgot there's, about him. Yeah, those were good. I haven't seen those in decades. Yeah, I, I highly recommend watching as much droopy as possible. <laughs> Chris, did you ever have Mr. Bradley at in high school for English? Oh yeah, absolutely. He, he looked exactly like Droopy. He did. For re- for reasons not uh, some reasons out of his control, and we'll just leave it at that. No. But, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I I'm gonna go with uh, Dean Venture with uh, in a uh, foot race over Brock Samson. Oh wow! Okay. That's from uh, what Johnny Quest is that? No, the Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. I never watched that, but I, I feel like that was an Adult Swim, uh, where they play those late at night. All that. I don't even know what that uh, company's called that made all those shows that looked like that, but that style of animation at okay. a certain point yeah. was on late at night many years ago, twenty something yeah. years ago. The the first the first two ep- the first two seasons were outstanding but then they changed animators and they, they mm. kind of got too far out there with some of the characters and lost it but the first two seasons of the venture brothers it doesn't get much better than that all right have to check it out question three. Oh, you're gonna have to modify this one ml best and worst thing about living in indiana so. Yeah, you can you can make it the d- best and worst thing about living in Detroit. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, Nick, I'm not sure. Waltz um, is his favorite thing. 
There's a grocery store that he well, goes to. They got to. a Waltz in uh, Tinley Park, don't they? There's one in, uh, I think it's Crete, yeah. Okay. But, uh, you know, that could still be it. <laughs> Indiana and Illinois both have Waltz grocery store. You know, well, I'm a recent convert to Waltz, so I'm not. not I have gonna... never stepped foot in Waltz, yeah, to my it. knowledge. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a loyal, <laughs> to my knowledge, I'm a loyal Waltz customer. Um, Why is that, Nick? Why do you prefer Waltz? It's just it's the prices aren't that bad, like compared to you know you could go to Jewel, and the prices are bad <laughs> for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, and and Jewel keeps adding more aisles so that yeah, they're say, so they're you know there's less room for people. Waltz to, is spacious. Waltz is spacious. It's got that. It is tight in Jewel. Dude, it's yeah. way too tight. I can't. Yeah. Can't deal Amazing with it. That they, it's precision engineering. It's almost it, it, the, the people who build a Jewel are the same people who build the fucking parking garages in Chicago. Yeah, there's not a fucking millimeter to spare anywhere. No, or the or the parking lot by the Chipotle over here in Munster. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. Yes, <laughs> someone. Someone didn't look over the uh, plans there. Well, th- yeah, th- 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 those people were not involved in the construction of a jewel or a Chicago parking garage. <laughs> that is precision engineering. Yeah. You know, I will say um, one of the good things about the area we're in in Indiana is really, and Chris and I have talked about this before, there's not much of a need to go to Chicago if you're going to go out to Zero eat. need. If you're going out on a date night or something, there are places just as good in this area. Hmm. Well, and, or uh, uh, head in the opposite direction, go up into southwest Michigan. Plenty of places up there, there too. Yeah. So I say that's as far as our area. Now, I was in southern Indiana, central, southern central Indiana last year. Unbelievable how hard it was to find fried chicken. We went from town to town to town looking up places on my phone. I'm How's thinking, that possible? I'm thinking, where this is Southern Indiana. There, there's got to be fried chicken somewhere. Nope, couldn't find it. So I guess I'm a little spoiled being in this in the Chicagoland area of Indiana. Yeah, where really there's just there's a lot. All right. Um, worst, worst about it? No fried chicken. <laughs> no fried chicken once you go south of uh, Indianapolis. Yes, fried chicken. No fried chicken. <laughs> Depending where you are. I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't mind the changes in the season. I'm trying to think of uh, something I don't like in particular. Uh, maybe come back to me. I don't know. Right. Well, I'm gonna. The thing I like the most about where we live in Indiana. It's not the case throughout the whole state, and people. People think I'm joking when I say this, or people just simply laugh at me when I say this, but it's entire, absolutely one of my favorite things, if not the favorite thing of living where we live, mm. being in the central time zone. Mm. Okay. Now, it's not as important as it used to be with all the streaming and the DVRing where you're not necessarily... Uh, locked into a TV schedule, a primetime schedule. But with like primetime shows starting at 7 rather than 8, yeah. ending at 10 rather than 11, sports starting an yeah. hour earlier, life changing for me. I could never, going back to the Eastern time zone would just, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> 
I, I love it that much. It's oh. it's it's definitely a, 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 in the top two things I like the most about living here. Um, least favorite. I can't think of a. I still can't think of a least. Yeah, favorite. I, I, I don't have any issues. There's no. Yeah, I don't have this ridiculous. Uh, you know, looking down on Indiana like a lot of Illinoisans have. It's like, well, who, who the fuck? Are you, why would you think Illinois is superior to anything? It's a fucking cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I, I I can't really. I can't think of anything. I can't either. To be anything, I'm quite happy where I, we're at. I have no issue not being able to answer that uh, second half there. All right, ML. Well, as an investigative reporter, my favorite thing and my least favorite thing are the same. Rampant public corruption and incompetent elected officials. <laughs> as a resident, I hate it. As a reporter and a podcaster. It's your bread and butter, huh? Plenty, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, there you keeps go. You, keeps the lights on, so to speak. Yeah, and you could probably say the same thing about Illinois, to Chris's point. That's how true, yeah. Governors, how many governors of Illinois have not gone to prison? You could probably count them on one of your hands. Yeah, not enviable of well, being in that position. Well, you, you want to uh, go to go to my Facebook page. So last, last Saturday I went into the city, which... I, Trust it's been me, a if, while since you have. If, right? if it was up to me, I would never step foot in the city of Chicago again. Like Nick said, I have no need to. But I went to uh, uh, the 80th birthday party. The guy who owned the bar uh, in Bucktown that was uh, blocks away from the band house I used to live in for uh, several years. And I spent a lot of time there. One of the coolest guys ever. But his son did a cameo uh, and got a, a, a birthday wish from Blagojevich that, oh, they, wow. that they played at the party, but they couldn't get the audio right, so you couldn't hear it. But it was it was like it went on for like five minutes, kind of like the uh, audio clip we had from our listener earlier. And we, everybody at the party, we couldn't hear it, but it was just like Jesus, it's going on forever. So then Earl, the next day, the uh, the guest of honor, posted it on his page, and I, I shared it on mine. Go watch it. It's the most Machiavellian, weird thing you've ever seen. <laughs> he spends 30 seconds wishing Earl a happy birthday, and the other five minutes proclaiming his innocence, <laughs> and how he was railroaded, and he didn't do it. And you, it. you have to go to my Facebook page if you're friends with me on there. And and watch that video. It's <laughs> it's five minutes well spent of your time. Utter, absolutely bizarre. Wow. Well, there's another Kilpatrick tie-in because I think he got released by Trump too. He did. Yeah, oh, he right talks here. about that in the video. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, was that? That's two? three. Was it? All yeah. Right. Cartoon oh, yeah, character okay, was got two. It. That's right. And then that's it. That's right. Okay. All right, well, thank you to Throbin' Hood for your Yardo questions. He really came throbbing with that one. He did. He sure did. Throbbing like Marvin C's at 7 in the morning, uh, coming home from either working or skeezing. He was throbbing like a toilet auger, basically. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, that's as good of a compliment as your body smells like eggs. Yeah. You're throbbing like a toilet auger? Yeah. 
<laughs> just the the worst compliments yes. to each other in a sexual fashion. Oh, and then thank you to ML for coming on the show today. And one more time, can you give us the name of your podcast and where to find you? Sure, it's ML Soul of Detroit. We've got a YouTube channel. You can watch every episode. Mm. You can listen to us, and uh, it's great to be. I'm a huge fan of the show, oh. and um, I'm still going through the back catalog. In fact, I just heard the body count one the other day. So uh, <laughs> 10 years. I, I wish it was 20 years, so I never get caught up. Oh. I love the show. Thank you. Man. Yeah, and thanks for coming on, man. You're really uh, really doing a great job on, on your show, and you've done a great job in your career, and uh, it's a, I'm proud to know you. And um yeah, people go uh, go go check out his show. I don't think you need to be from the Detroit area to enjoy it. Like he said, he's basically all about uh, exposing and uh, and holding accountable these shitheel elected officials who are just uh, you know rampant corruption and stuff. Well, and he, he pulls no punches. He's got a new subscriber. I'll say that much. Thank you. And, and, you know, every week we do a new wave music segment, too, which well, uh, I think you guys would like with uh, our our intro is Late Bar by uh, by uh, Duran Duran, which is one of the great B-sides of all all time. Yeah, I want to have you back on again uh, and you can pick the song next time. Like I said, just the nature of what you do for a living uh, you know, I, I, there's no guarantee that you won't end up at the Detroit, at the bottom of the Detroit River on, on any given day. So I wanted to make sure we got you in before that happens. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. And we'll be back next week with more Pod of Thunder. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.